Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon the sponsors or FXBG Public Radio. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm your host, The Madman. Thanks for coming to our show. We're going to have a little bit of fun here at the beginning of the show because we're going to get serious towards the end. How's the CPU usage? <laughs> Is it all right? Okay. We had a little bit of extra setup to do. That's why we're a little bit late today. But thanks for joining us here. Happy 420. I'm the madman, and I'm in high spirits. Spirits. So we're going to get into a little bit of fun here at the beginning of the show, and then we're going to sh shift gears right before the news and get serious for a little while. And then, you know, I got the happier last two news stories, and we'll have a couple chuckles before we're done for the week. But, you know, it's going to be a looser feel today. So happy 420. And apparently that means it's Adolf Hitler's birthday. And so apparently a lot of people like to smoke a bunch of pot in order to celebrate that. It doesn't really make sense to me. I mean, I thought he was more of a chocolate and amphetamines kind of guy. Now, I don't know if you're a student of history, but Hitler was not a very nice man. And the more I learn about him, the less I like the guy. But maybe that's the point of this holiday. Maybe Hitler and his ilk needed to smoke more pot. Imagine them sitting around smoking a lid together. Herman, puff, puff, pass. Our Fuhrer needs to get the smoke on. Yosef, I was thinking, you ever heard of the Habsburgs? They were royals in our neck of the woods who kept breeding with each other, could keep the power and the money and the family to the point where they're all, all the paintings of them, they have these weird, big, misshapen jaws. They had trouble eating because of that. You remember that from university, yeah? And so, do you really think this Aryan idea is really that good? I mean, think about it. <laughs> you know, plus, in 1932, my accountant Goldberg, he saved me thousands of Deutschmarks in taxes. Yeah, yeah, and remember Jesse Owens? Brother was fast, yeah, brother was fast. <laughs> And so just maybe the world could have avoided so much death and destruction if Ava Braun just rolled joints for Hitler. I've seen people on pot. Not one of them seems like they want to start a war or do anything violent. If you watch body camera videos of cops, sometimes like I do, you'll see the cops fighting drunks and meth heads all the time. But when the cop rolls up on people smoking pot, they just sit there watching their own arrest from a third person perspective. You know what I'm saying? I like pot. Of all the drugs that humanity knows of, it's the safest in every possible way. Except smoking. Smoking anything is bad for you, kids. Happy 420, and welcome to my show. I want to remind you that I have a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Become a patron. I would very much appreciate that. I also have a cash app. You want to send me cash? Use hashtag shockmonkeyradio. All one word. I would appreciate that as well. You can also send me a note if you want to email me at madman at fxbgpr. Dot com. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, though. Um, you know, I, I was reading a news story, and I read a story where some one of these illegal immigrants come across the border with smuggling marijuana into the United States. And I was thinking, who's doing that anymore? Who is, who is smuggling marijuana into the United States? That seems incredibly risky this day and age, for God's sakes. I mean, um, 
it's I mean it's everywhere now. I mean, um when I was a teenager in the 90s, I thought weed was everywhere. I thought it was so abundant, but now now it's ridiculous how much weed there is in the world. In our world, in America, you know what I'm saying? And it's to the point where we're also high that there there are kids growing up that don't know what their gender is. You know, so maybe maybe we're just a little bit too high as a nation as it is. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe we should start recognizing that that kind of stuff is for people who have already developed their prefrontal cortex, like 25 and older. And I'm all for that. You know, I know I was drinking when I was like 15, 16 years old. Yeah, I know that about myself. But at the same time, I think as an adult, I say it's like, yep, it, it could damage your brain before 25 years old. And so I, I think drinking should be 25. And uh, same with uh, any kind of any kind of drug, really. I mean... Heroin's a tricky subject, though. But we're not talking about heroin. We're talking about weed. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe we're all too high. If kids don't know what sex they are, because some of these people, <laughs> the way they dress, wearing lipstick and they got a full beard, it's, it's, we're way too high as a nation, I think. Put the bunny back in the box i want to remind you that i'm also an author you can look for books like the bunny years a memoir is a book i wrote look for the author scott l robbins with two t's and two b's on amazon.com i got a few other books exit 13 series i got the uh the ravings of a madman but i also have the bunny years a memoir check that one out it's a story about a superhero who had bunny years but it was his bunny years if you're if you find a book about Playboy bunnies, that's not the one. <laughs> when you search, I remember when 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 you search for that title, it's like, uh, do you mean this Playboy bunny book? It's like, no, I don't care about some Playboy bunny story. <laughs> it's not interesting to me. Anyway, uh, if you, yeah, it's not the it's not that one. Put the bunny back in the box. So, did you see Biden this Easter, where <laughs> the Easter bunny was guiding? Uh, guiding Biden away from the crowd once he started to answer questions about Afghanistan and stuff like that. <laughs> they had one of the uh, one of the one of the staff members dressed up as the Easter Bunny and just just corralling, wrangling Biden. You know, it's it's amazing. It really is. And then there's this one shot that somebody got when the the, the Easter Bunny came up and like kind of blindsided Joe Biden. And Joe Biden turns to the Easter Bunny, had this look on his face like, "Oh, it's come for me." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'll i be honest, this last month has been hilarious. I've had hilarious, like, gut laughs with Biden when the bird pooped on him and the media is like, no, it's corn. It's like, why do you care? Why do you care? Bird poop is indiscriminate, okay? <laughs> Forget it. There's no story there. It's just funny, all right? And so when he gets blindsided by the Easter Bunny, I gut laughed at that too because he had this look on his face like, oh, my dear God, am I dead now? Poor bastard. <laughs> and they have this the wife telling the wave, just sit, just stay seated. It's awful. It's awful what they're doing to that old man. Put the bunny back in the box. What I'm getting at is I hope you had a happy Easter. <laughs> I sure did. Now is the time to buy candy. Just putting that out there. Now, I uh, I always love, it's like there's two dates I really love 
uh, every year, and that is November 1st and the Monday after Easter, okay? And that's uh, because that's where my mom goes on a candy <laughs> shopping spree, all right? And I'm going to tell you something. You know, my mother has taught me everything I know about frugality, okay? And frugality is an excellent skill to have. And so I want to share to you some of the wisdom that my mother has given me over the years, just because she gave me so much sugar and <laughs> got sons of it laying around. I ate like half a bag of like uh, Jolly Rancher jelly beans yesterday. I was, I was running up a wall. I was like my niece <laughs> on any day. That girl, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, yeah, she takes after me. But um, yeah, so buy candy now. Candy is super cheap, like right after Easter. So you can get those Cadbury cream eggs and you know, you love them. And so it's all part of like the way my mom's frugality has been over the years. And, uh, growing up, you know, we'd be driving around and everywhere we'd go, she would note the gas prices. She would say them out loud. Even back when it was like, it's 39 cents at Wawa. I remember gas being 39 cents at Wawa. Okay. It was a promotional thing that just opened up. But they, Wawa used to do that. They would offer gas at like ridiculously cheap prices and stuff like that. And my mother would always note when these things were coming around. To this day, you know, you get like a BJ's card. If you're a member of BJ's, you can get cheaper gas at the BJ's pumps. You know, and even other gas uh, companies, will, if you get their card, you can save a certain number of, uh, you know, cents per gallon. Look into that stuff. My mother, I remember her clipping coupons back in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? I, this, this is, these are excellent skills to help you get through life, especially with inflation being the way it is. I'm just trying to help you out so that you can afford the $3 a month to become a patron and go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Yes, I sold out right there. All right, besides watching the gas prices, you know, shop in multiple different stores. All right, you find the lowest prices. You know, if you get a gallon of milk, like 10 cents cheaper at some other store, it's worth it to take a couple of stops when you're grocery shopping or something like that. It's the same thing with every, every, every kind of item. If you find, like, uh, I only get beer in this one place. I'm not going to tell you where. You're going to buy it all. <laughs> in the one place, and it's the best price in town. You know, I know where that is. Because this is these excellent skills my mother taught me. And, you know, store brands are, are often just as good as name brands. So instead of getting the craft cheese slices, just get store brand cheese slices. Real simple stuff. You can get cheap meat. You know, you don't need that lower fat content, really, because you're going to be draining the meat anyway. So go ahead and get the higher fat content meat and just drain it. It's real simple. You should be doing that anyway. <laughs> you know, there's too much fat anyway in ground meat. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to be draining, uh, draining it anyway. So sp spend the uh, less on the cheap meat. All right. And so, and then my mother would tell me things like, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. And that's about saving water on the toilet flush, flushes. You know, if you're a kid, if you're a guy like me who drinks like eight of these a day plus 12, 13, 14 beers a night, I'm peeing a lot. So she, she had to really watch me on that kind of thing. It's the same thing with the washing machines. With the washing machine, it's like make sure you fill it up to the level you absolutely need to wash the clothes. You don't need to fill it all the way up for just a, you know, a couple of towels. Uh, also, I was like, do you really need to wash your hands every time you use the bathroom? Are you pissing on yourself that much? You pissing on your hands? You're an adult. <laughs> Save some money. You don't have to wash your hands every time. 
I remember Tom and I used to get in arguments about washing your hands about every single time. Every single time, wash your hands. It was like, no. <laughs> no. Water costs money. <laughs> so, and, like, learn how to, like, take quick showers. You, like, you turn off lights when they're not in use. Save that electricity bill. This is all genius stuff that my mother has taught me through the years. And we can all do it. You know, we can all do it. And, you know, especially as times are getting tougher and inflation's going through the roof, I'm just trying to help you out. We just, I'm just trying to look out for you so you can afford $3 to become a patron. Or just send me your, what your savings is to my cash app at Cash Tech Shock Bookie Radio. Ooh, I feel so dirty. I feel like a whore. At least kiss me, buy me dinner. Okay. So every once in a while, I get into a mood where I just search into YouTube, scary ghosts caught on tape. Because I love watching these things. I particularly love debunking them. And so I've been on a kick lately of watching these things. Uh, a lot of these, a lot of these movies, these clips of real ghosts caught on tape and similar type things. You know, mysterious, scary things on tape. And so uh, uh, I'm going to go through a couple of these categories real quick. And I want to end up on ghosts. All right. Because those, I think those are the most fun. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to kind of skip over UFOs because UFOs are like a totally different thing, even though they're very similar in the sense that uh, like 90% of UFO videos are fake. Um, but then you got the other factor that there is crazy stuff in the sky all the time. You know, it's like there's uh, you can see like those Chinese lanterns and, you know, uh, just weird lights in the sky. Could be some dark military vehicle we don't know about. Some whisper, whisper helicopter. You don't know. There's all sorts of stuff that it could be, but, you know, I do think that there are some genuine UFO videos out there, as I do think that there's... <laughs> Sorry, I can't get through it, though. I think it's all fake, all right? <laughs> so, and that's why I love watching this stuff, because I think it's it's so funny and ridiculous that so many humans have taken time trying to make stuff like this, to generate this kind of content, you know? All right, when it comes to Bigfoot videos, it's just like the original Bigfoot video. It's a dude in a suit. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing how much horrible quality video there is when we all got one of these. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to these ghosts and stuff like that, it's like, why is the video quality so awful? Did you intentionally put the lowest setting on your iPhone? It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like, why is the quality so bad? It's the same thing with anything in a costume. Bigfoot in a costume, or you see somebody in the back, some scary demonic person in the back, somebody wearing a costume. Even a shadow is just a person standing in a shadow, or a person in a costume, or an all, like a, a green man suit or something like that in the back. It's a shadow person. Anyway, so frequently that you'll see a person in costume. All right, and what I really love, what I think is funny is orbs, because nobody, uh, nobody, um, really generates those orbs are just something that happens because like there's dust in the air and sometimes you'll get a lucky orb you know where where a piece of dust floats down and it flicks off the light just right and ooh, it's it's somebody's spirit in a circular form <laughs> i think that's hilarious because it's people filming nothing <laughs> and it's all their subjective perception of what it means you know and what I uh, I also like the flickering lights ones, the flickering lights videos. Like, wh wh why are the lights flickering? You can see in the back. You know, they'll put an arrow in the back. See, these are the light switches. They're not moving. 
It was like, oh, gee, I never heard of a fuse box before. Or more than one yeah. Or how elect electricity works, or how anything under like I was a radio man. We had to have basic understanding of electrical uh, electrical equipment, how it works. I know what a circuit is. I I could break into a circuit if I needed to. Okay. <laughs> you you think we're idiots? You think we're idiots? And it's like uh, and all the poltergeist stuff moving around the room. Ooh, ghost. Let me see if I can do one. Ooh, ghost. Ooh. Usually it's fishing line. Fishing line doesn't really show up. You know, if it's dust fl floating through the air near a light bulb, yeah. But fishing line is designed not to <laughs> reflect light. You know why? Because fish will see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you get little fishing line, a couple of things. It's like, and there's, you could do all kinds of stuff. I've seen those things where like a whole room full of chairs would come at somebody. That's a lot of fishing line. Or just one around the... Just yank them back. It's so ridiculous. And then you got the whole Photoshop angle, right? It's like you could have Photoshop, you put a layer in at this little time and take it out and it's like, boom, ghost video. And it's always, always the shittiest video quality. And so um, instead of sitting here doing it, Madman reacts to a bunch of uh, 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 stupid ghost videos. Okay, instead of that, I just want to show one and I want to explain why I love it and why it's my favorite one that I've seen on the internet. And so uh, I'll have EK play it and we'll laugh at it together. Uh oh, somebody has thick legs. Oh, hands. Where's your hands? Let's play, let's play patty cake. Just play patty cake. <laughs> then face. <laughs> there it is, the ghost in the pantry. That's how if you're looking for this video on YouTube, <gasps> the door opens by itself. No ghost. I could have told you there wasn't a ghost in there. Okay. It's not up there. It's not down in this corner. Not down in that corner. Here, let me get in there. Take a look at it, pal. Let's see. There's empty shelves. We're going to look at the shelves. We're not going to look straight up. We're not going to look straight up at, like, what's the backside of the door frame. We're not going to look at that. We're not going to look all the way to the right because there could be, a, yeah, a little, little nook there that somebody could hide in there on the right. And so that's what I love about these videos, right? Number one, it's like the first time you see it, it's terrifying. It's scary, Okay. Ghost face that close to you, that's scary. But what I love about it is that it's just scary enough to make me want to go, how'd they pull that off? You know, and just eliminating the idea that a simple photo over, overlay, video overlay could do that. You just got to really mess with the opacity of a different like piece of film. You know, it can be done. All right, special effects are a thing. People have been like found and work on like major Hollywood movies now because they did awesome special effects in YouTube videos. Uh, frequently it's ghost videos. <laughs> frequently it's ghost videos. And so I think, I think it's funny because it, it's not like there's, I've been in tons of houses in, in like New England that would have like a little pantry area like that and a little reach around nook where you could have a, like a f additional shelving so you could put your spices and stuff like that. And they're, they're small, but you can get like a small woman or a small girl could like shove in there, hide in there in the corner. 
You think we're stupid? And then, out of curiosity, because I saw so many videos where people would, um, um, people would uh, use these apps to talk to ghosts. And so I went looking, and there's tons, tons of these apps. And this is a Ghost Talker Lite. I'm not going to get started right now because I want to talk about it a little. This is Ghost Talker Lite because it's a free app. It's one of the free apps I tried. Because if if you pay, pay for a Ghost Talker app, you've lost already. You've lost the battle. Because that it's this is absurd. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to press this thing. And it, apparently it reads like from a bunch of sensors and stuff like that. GPS, magnetics, you know, electronics, you know, uh, position, rotation and stuff like that. And generates words that spirits in the area are trying to say to you okay so i'm gonna play with this for a little bit and see what happens okay i hope it comes out on the mic it's calibrating calibrating beware why am i not hearing it beware room free just no the studio's in use poison uh, we tried this earlier, kept mentioning poison. I don't think there's no no poison in their Rocky Road ice cream. Bathroom, poison in the bathroom. Yeah, that's, yeah, cleaning supplies. I don't know why it's not. Well, the audio isn't playing. Anyway, so if you could tell, I'm sorry, this didn't really work. It just prints out a bunch of words, random Random words. And if you're with your friends and you're spooky and you have the candles lit and stuff like that, it'll, yeah, shoot. Sean, shoot. We were talking about Sean Young earlier. We were talking about Sean Young earlier. And so it repeats stuff that we say. Positive. Argue. Cry. See, it's upset. It's upset that he knows we're onto it. The app is mad. It's, the app is crying. This is so absurd. And what's, what's hilarious is there so many apps like that? <laughs> People believe this nonsense. People believe this nonsense. We're all too high. I think that's the problem. We're way too high as a nation. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> all right. So uh, we got to switch gears leading into the news. Um, but there's one more thing I want to talk about before that. And that's... Um, I'm part of a couple of conservative groups, as you might imagine, on Facebook. And somebody was uh, asked a question, and they said, hey, you know, I've been talking to these people about how, and they've said, like, uh, black people will continue to be enslaved by the, you know, by the United States and stuff like that. And I don't know how to answer them. And I'm just like, man, I got to help this person out because this, is, this seems so simple to me, you know? that um, a lot of people can't, you know, wrap their heads around how simple it is. Anyway, so I wrote a response and I was just so, I guess, pleased with myself that what I wrote, that I decided to copy it and read it to you. But they just, they wanted help convincing people that, you know, America's not a racist country. All right. So this is what I, I wrote. I said, Democrats have been using minorities for their own reasons for a long time because they don't consider them to be the same as them. They even convinced the black population that the Republican Party is the party of racism when the GOP was formed on the issue of slavery. Democrats put minorities into housing projects and gave money to single mothers, which incentivized fathers not to stay with the women they knock up. 
leading to kids growing up without a firm male influence in their lives, leading to more criminals and people who need the democratic systems in place, either for incarceration or handouts. Um, uh, the Daily Wire guys uh, always talk about how this trans issue and critical race theory in the education system is designed to split apart the American family. The Democrats destroyed the black family long ago. After Elvis stole great R&B and soul from their culture, black culture slowly turned towards the criminal element, leading to things like gangster rap and the like. I mean, people do still make good R&B and soul, though. Don't worry about it. Uh, and when criminality and treating baby mamas poorly is glorified in, in that kind of music, all right? Some people like to say that, like, uh, things like crack being introduced to black Americans by the CIA and maybe even creating gangster rap to keep black people locked in the cycle of crime and state dependence. And I totally agree with those possibilities. Having worked in government, I've known for a long time that Democrats have got control of those federal agencies, basically since J. Edgar Hoover died. Despite all this, minorities truly are free in the United States free to choose to live their lives lawfully, responsibly, responsibly and productively and reap all the benefits thereof. The only thing really holding them down is the propaganda that Democrats have been shoving down their throats for decades, which deflates their will and omission. Oh man, the, the, oh, the man is always gonna keep us down, so I might as well flunk out of school and sling dope. When people like well, Will Smith, Dave Chappelle, Jackie Robinson et al, those are examples of how a true, of how, those are all examples of how that's true. A racist country wouldn't tolerate millionaire celebrities that are minorities. I know I am not as rich as Dave Chappelle because I am not as funny or talented as he is. I don't think it's because he's skinnier than me or is better looking than me or, or it's even the color of his skin. It's his ability and work ethic that have made him successful in this country. There's a Bob Marley quote says, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. I've dealt with depression for such a long time. Sorry about talking about me. But pills never really worked and therapy never really worked. But one day I realized that the world isn't out to get me. Women are not evil because I can't find one to love. My jobs I got fired from don't hate me because I bucked the system. No, I was just an awful person to be around and a disruptive employee. It was a conspiracy theory I had developed in my mind to the point that it was absurd. I even thought the Navy put listening devices in my ear when I had surgery. I had really gotten to a point where it was absurd to myself. So I came to the conclusion that all my failures were my own. Every time I just stayed home and sulked instead of getting out there in the world. Every girl I didn't ask out was an opportunity I wasted. Every job I got fired from was because I was a huge pain in the butt. Even the idea that we're all slaves to money in a capitalist system is an idea we all need to emancipate ourselves from. Grab a hold of your destiny and make it work for you and not against you. I mean, if Flava Flav can be rich, I don't know how you can think that this country is racist. I know I don't have a lot of facts to offer in this rant only to my own myopic perspective, but I can't another, let another friend down. I don't know anyone I don't know how anyone can think America is racist when my dreams during puberty were filled with the naughty thoughts of the members of In Vogue. And then I posted a link to an In Vogue video. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Colorblind, don't be so shallow. That's what we were in the 90s. We really, really, honestly were colorblind. And then the media turned it into this big issue that doesn't exist.
Anyway, let's go ahead and get to the news worth knowing now that I effectively brought the mood down. So college students are weighing in on the student loan crisis as Biden again extends payment to pause. College students who spoke with Fox News are split on whether they supported loan forgiveness, but agreed that paying off student debt wouldn't solve the issue of rising tuition costs. Asking young Americans to hold this type of financial debt for over 25 years is absolutely outlandish. Grace Knight, a New York University graduate student, told Fox News, it inhibits us from starting a family and buying homes. Then when our kids are able to go off to school, we're not able to help them pay for those institutions because we're paying off our own debt, Knight added. Amanda Gonzalez Garcia, an undergraduate at Barry University, similarly said, how can I really start a life post-graduation? President Biden campaigned on forgiving up to $10,000 per person in federal student loans. The administration has so far canceled $17 billion in loans, according to the Department of Education. Forgiving student loan debt isn't going to, uh, act- going to help the actual problem, which is the high cost of college, Mateo Gomez, a Barry University graduate student, told Fox News. Ian Linneberry, a undergraduate student at the uh, University of Utah, similarly said that forgiving student loan debt is not a sustainable policy solution. It would not solve the root cause of the problem. All right, so you get the idea. Fox News, they, they have, when they do interviews with people, they have very, very uh, few nuance of thought. They have. I mean, Fox News has its flaws too. It's just I understand the... The conservative faults better. Um, the um, so here's here's what I wish. I wish I could take out a ten thousand dollar small business loan and make the taxpayer pay it back. That's what I wish I could do. Would you like to do that, EK? Yeah. Maybe get eighty k for a small business loan. Yeah. Get really take off FXBG Public Radio Absolutely. and have the taxpayer pay for that. That would be awesome. But no. Because they took out a loan for education, they think that they have a right not to pay for the college. F you, college boy. F you, college girl. You know what I mean? And you come out, the reason why you're coming out and not being able to get a job that could pay back that loan quickly is because you didn't really learn anything in college. Let's be honest. Everything that these kids in college appear to be learning is how to be little activists. How to question their gender and make sure they... and calculate and store all the pronouns of everyone they know in their heads. Think about that. That's a crazy memorization skill that they got. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You're not really learning anything. Certainly there's people in there that learn like embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. I need a trash can to kick. And so I'm granted there's people who learn like math and science for real who cuz they want to do that for real. All right? But it's like, there's so much of it that is like, you know, what good is a degree? You know, it was like when I was in the Navy, I I got got in trouble for the joke. You know, what's the difference between an E1 and an O1 is an E1 will eventually stop wandering around the ship asking stupid questions. And an officer heard that joke. (laughs) So I got in trouble for it. And so, uh, and, and the reason why the joke is funny is because an officer and an enlisted person is usually the difference between them is mostly a degree or ROTC, you know, or they went to the academy, Naval Academy. Those are a different breed, different breed altogether. But it, it, even though there's like an age difference, but it's only like a four or five year difference in age between an E1 and O1. You know what I'm saying? 
they're still kind of young, young, dumb, and full of cum, you know, as they say. And so there's not there's not really that much difference. You know, they're, there's, they're all learning the thing. It's just that one guy you have to salute, one guy you have to say sir to. I never liked it. I never liked that class system. I don't like the, the idea that because you went to the academy or you, your dad knows a senator or something like that, you know, because a lot of it works that way in terms of like officers in the military. And I don't like that. I, li I always like the idea of the <laughs> Starship Troopers rank structure where you started, you come in as private, you work your way up. And there is, there are ways to do that in the military now, like Seaman Admiral program. I've known people that, you know, came in as the E1, ended up being, you know, an officer. Good for them. I think that's the way it should be. Anyway, college kids. Anyway, I don't know. I, I feel like I should be riding a skateboard by the college and get, picking fights with them. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How do you like that college boy? <laughs> I'm from the streets. <laughs> it's almost this old guy with a weird beard can beat my ass. He was from the streets. Anyway, let's go. Let's talk about Elon Musk for a minute. Elon Musk rips Netflix for woke mind virus, making it unwatchable as shares nosedive. Yeah, I don't know if you heard about this because a lot of people are talking about this. Um, Tesla and SpaceX CEO, uh, elongated muskrat ripped Netflix as having a woke quote, woke mind virus that makes subscription streaming service unwatchable quote unquote, uh, Tuesday when shares took a nosedive quote, the woke mind virus is making Netflix unwatchable. Jeez Louise. The whole paragraph was that one sentence. The first paragraph, your lead paragraph. He tweeted it Tuesday night, responding to slash dot slash dots tweet about Netflix shares catering by 20%, cratering by 20%, 20% after the company reportedly uh, lost subscribers for the first time in more than 10 years. By Wednesday morning, before the market opened, Netflix down, shares were down by 27%. Wall Street Journal reported Wednesday that Netflix shares were on course for their worst day in nearly a decade. In releasing its quarter, uh, first quarter report Tuesday afternoon, Netflix CEO Reed Hastings said the company would be experimenting with lower cost, ad-supported packages, and acknowledge the effect of growing competition in the streaming market. The company projected that even uh, an even greater loss of 2 million subscribers in the second quarter. That's the biggest number right there. 2 million subscribers gone? Woo! Meaning it would, uh, in the first half of the year, down 7.8 million subscribers. Uh, than from what Wall Street was expecting, according to the journal. Meanwhile, Musk is working with investment uh, bank's Morgan Stanley to secure funding for his $43 billion, $43 billion bid to buy Twitter. He's talking to the bank. You got that in cash or what? <laughs> Rich people problems, man. Oh, anyway, so a New York Times reported on Tuesday, the billionaire has been a vocal, vocal, vocal critical vocal critic of what he sees as big text trend of censoring free speech, especially conservative viewpoints. Musk indicated that he is willing to spend up to 15 billion of his own cash to take Twitter private and is expected to make a bid in less than 10 days, according to reports yesterday, Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, Elon Musk, you know, UK said it earlier. He's like, he's just swinging his dick around. I'm like, yeah, he is. He really is. You know? And, uh, I don't know about you, but I love it. EK, you love it? You love Elon Musk, elongated muskrat, and I think a lot of people do. I mean, um, uh, I watch you know 
Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro and all that. Except on Wednesdays. I got to watch that later. But, uh, you know, they, they frequently say it's a shame when you need an oligarch to stand up in the face of all this. You know, it's just it's only because Elon has that kind of fu money, you know. And if I had that kind of fu money, I don't know if I'd be that aggressive about it. You know, I was like, I have my little piece of the world. I think I could be happy with this billion dollars. You know, I don't need to come out there and like piss off Twitter. <laughs> you know, so that's just me. So it takes guts to do what he's doing and God bless him for it. All right. Let's talk about how black lives really matter. BLM is silent when confronted with data showing massive 2020 spike in black murder victims. These are American lives we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. The Black Lives Matter organization was silenced when approached for comment on 2020's skyrocketing number of black murders and experts citing BLM and the defund the police movements for contributing to the deaths. Fox News Digital reached out to the Black Lives Matter press team on 14 April uh, inquiring if, if they had a comment of FBA, FBI data showing that there was a 32% increase in black murders in 2020 compared to 2019. That's almost a third of, jeez. It's ridiculous. As well as a comment regarding experts such as the Manhattan Institute's Heather Mac, uh, MacDonald arguing that BLM and the defund the police movements contributed to the murder spike and not the coronavirus. Fox News Digital also detailed the yearly numbers of black murders from 2010 to 2020 uh, within the inquiry, but did not receive a response from the organization as of Tuesday morning. The summer of 2020 was marked by protests and riots from coast, coast to coast in support of the BLM and defund the police movements following the death of George Floyd. FBI data show murder numbers uh, across the board spiked nearly 30% in 2020 compared to the year prior marking the sing uh, largest single-year increase in killings since the agency began tracking crimes. For black Americans, murder, uh, murder spiked disproportionately. At least 7,484 black Americans were murdered in 2019, according to the FBI data Fox News Digital reported. That number shot up to 9,941 murders in 2020. Jesus. Meaning that there was an increase of 2004. Okay, I can do math. It's sad. It's sad as hell. Among white murders, the FBI data showed that there are 7,043 white people murdered in 2020, meaning 2,898 more black people were killed compared to the white people. <sighs> On average, an average of 6,927 black Americans were murdered each year between 2010 and 2019, meaning black mur murder shot up 43% in 2020 compared to the previous 10-year average. That's just a bunch of math they did in this article. Thousands of people across the country pledged their, loyalty, uh, their support to Black Lives Matter in 2020, including by joining protests. Support of the group is extended to corpor corporations vowing donations to uh, social justice initiatives. Athletes were wearing BLM apparel at the stadium, and celebrities were publicly supporting, uh, rushing to publicly support and donate to BLM. And we all know what happened to that money, right? You went to buy, buy houses for one, like a few chicks. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. Because, you know, the, the whole movement got robbed. Robbed. And eventually hurt the people who was claiming to help. And that's awful. That's awful. It's evil. And those women should be taken to prison. All right? They're sitting there and it's like, well, why do I got to report my taxes and stuff like that? I forget her name. 
the the lady who bought like four mansions or whatever with BLM money. And you know the whole concept behind it, the defund the police. You need, you need more police on the street to get the dangerous people in your community out of there. That way they can't end up murdering people. And that's every community, not just black community or white community. The law needs to be fair across the board for every single person. It doesn't matter what their skin color is. They need to be removed from the community before they start hurting somebody innocent. I mean, a lot of us can say, hey, criminals rob from each other, so let them do that. It's like, no, no. Because sometimes it means somebody getting, you know, somebody's lives. Certainly property is a big issue. But it's mostly the lives that upset me. Anyway. Let's go on to the next story. Uh, Washington Post, Taylor Lorenz, doxes libs of TikTok days after decrying online harassment of women. This is a, this is a well, I'll just check this out. Libs of TikTok com- appeared on Tucker Carlson tonight following being doxxed on Tuesday by the Washington Post internet culture journalist, Taylor Lorenz. The creator behind the uh, famous Twitter account told Fox News Tucker Carlson that the past few days have been chaotic and very overwhelming as a result of reporting uh, of the reporting conducted by the Post and that she is now in a safe location after making last minute travel arrangements. Yeah, one day you're nobody and then next day you're on Tucker Carlson being doxxed by the Washington Post. Anyway, this is a quote. I think that what I'm doing is very effective. I think that a lot of people wanted to shut shut me down. They wanted to intimidate me into silence, and unfortunately for them, that's just never going to happen. Libs of TikTok told Carlson. Libs of TikTok created, uh, called Lorenz targeting her humorous and agreed that, that with Carlson that she is deeply enmesh, enmeshed in narcissism and capable of the greatest cruelty. <laughs> the Twitter account has garnered a huge following among conservatives over the past year, sharing videos publicly shared on TikTok showing liberals espousing principles of the critical race theory ideology and embracing the broadening spectrums of sexual orientation and gender identity. Many of the people highlighted by libs of TikTok claim to be teachers who touted their various woke beliefs to their students, which has drawn condemnation from the political right and has fueled the national education debate. In a hit piece published by... Published Tuesday by the Washington Post, Lorenz accused libs of TikTok of spreading anti-LGBTQ plus sentiment and of using QAnon-related language. Boy, they love saying QAnon. Yeah. The columnist quoted a liberal operative from the anti-conservative Media Matters for an American or- Media Matters for America organization and the media strategist for ACLU, who both condemned the anonymous Twitter account holder. The article who. Uh, the article was also accused of watering down descriptions of videos libs of TikTok has shared to downplay the productive, provocative content. The digital footprint of the woman behind <clears throat> libs of TikToks was unearthed from research conducted by Prototype Fund, which, which as Fox News Tucker Carlson highlighted, <clears throat> was founded by a former Twitter employee and is funded by German government's Federal Ministry of Education and Research. Holy cow. Wow. Nowhere in the report does the Washington Post acknowledge the fact that the prototype fund is supported by the German government. However, Lorenz is facing intense scrutiny for doxing libs of TikTok in the report, revealing her name, occupation, religion, and, uh, and where in the country she lived. The article included a hyperlink that exposed personal information, including her address. The Washington Post later removed the link after uh, being called out by critics. 
Additionally, the, uh, but it's out there now. You know, holy cow. Additionally, the tactics by which Lorenz went about their, her reporting were also sparking backlash. Lorenz appeared at the home of one of Libs of TikTok's relatives with the Twitter personality sharing a photo of a masked Lorenz waiting at the front door. Hi, at Taylor Lorenz, which of my relatives did you enjoy harassing the most at their homes yesterday? Libs of TikTok asked. Holy cow. Uh, Christina, <coughs> excuse me, Christina Peshaw, Peshaw, the press secretary of Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, and Libs of TikTok fan revealed Monday, uh, Monday evening that she received an email from Lorenz who told Peshaw, uh, the Washington Post was running a story exposing the woman behind the Twitter account and hoped Shaw would give a comment about her their interactions. Libs of TikTok also alleged that Lorenz had reached out to another account with a similar name, sharing a screenshot of a rather threatening message from Lorenz warning the user that she was being implicated for starting a hate ca campaign against the LGBTQ plus people, urging for a response. Conservatives panned Lorenz for doxing Libs of TikTok, uh, uh, arguing that none of the details from the report have news value. <laughs> However, uh, members of legacy media defend Lorenz, while others argue that the identity of someone as influential as Libs of TikTok is worthy of public knowledge and that revealing her identity is not out of bounds since she has sought attention in numerous media interviews, including with Fox News. The Washington Post issued a statement uh, in defense of Lorenz while using Libs of TikTok's name. Taylor Lorenz is an accomplished and diligent journalist whose reporting methods comport entirely with the Washington Post professional standards. Yes, we know. That's the problem. <laughs> Post senior managing editor Cameron Barr said in a statement, Libs of TikTok has had a significant impact on public discourse and their identity had, had become uh, public knowledge on social media. We do not publish or link any details about her personal life. But you did. You did. Critics, including Libs of TikTok, blasted the statement, accusing the Post of lying since the original report did not include a hyperlink. <clears throat> Uh, did include a hyperlink that revealed the personal information. You did. A spokesperson for the Washington Post told Fox News that uh, its report linked to publicly available, available professional information and asked why the link was scrubbed. The Post replied ultimately that we deemed it un unnecessary. Lorenz is being confronted with accusations of hypocrisy as her story doxing lib libs of TikTok she came just days after she sat down with MSNBC about online harassment at that she experiencing sharing, uh, sharing violent threats that she had received, claiming she suffers from severe PTSD and has contemplated suicide. Yeah, she was crying in that interview, by the way. And it was a fluff piece about her. Uh, Washington Post has issued a statement, blah, 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 in defense that while using libs of TikTok name. No, I already said, read, read that already. Yeah. Uh, you feel like any little piece of information, this is a quote, you feel like any little piece of information that gets out on you will be used in the worst people on the internet to destroy your life, and it's so isolating. The emotional Lorenz told MSNBC earlier this month, it's horrifying, it's overwhelming, she said, fake crying. And then she does this. I don't need to read any more of that story. And then she does this. What else is, what else is there to stay? This is the game you're playing. You want to cry to me? You know, here's the thing about those conservative activists. is like they may be mean to you online, but they, don't, they won't actually show up at your family's house. Okay? <laughs> We're happy just calling you names, calling you weird groomers. We're too nerf. We're conservatives. We're roly-poly and fun that way.
we don't actually feel like enacting violence upon you for being an idiot. Anyway. All right. It's almost time to get out of here. So let's get into some happier stories. And sometimes, you know, uh, you just got to respect the crazy. You know, you got to respect the crazy. Tarmac tirade. Woman opens emergency exit, flees airplane down the inflatable slide. <laughs> a woman went on a tirade against airline workers and escaped an airplane through an emergency exit and inflatable slide just before takeoff in Buffalo, New York on Tuesday. The woman, Cynthia McKnight, reportedly ran around the airport tarmac before being apprehended by police, according to WIBV4. McKnight's flight was on board an American Airlines flight bound for Chicago. Quote, Cynthia McKnight faces numerous charges, including disorderly contact, conduct, harassment, trespass, and criminal mischief. The N NFTA public, uh, Director of Public Affairs, Helen Tedaris, told, told News 4, According to detectives, McKnight actually opened the cabin door of the plane. American Airlines flight was on the route to Chicago. Spencer Brown, an offensive tackle for the NFL's Buffalo Bills, was on the plane and tweeted about the incident afterwards. Sitting on a plane, a lady is pissed. Lady pulls emergency inflatable slide to escape the plane. Lady is running through the tarmac currently. Cops have arrived. Flight ruined. Memories made. Noise. <laughs> tweeted with it followed by a thumbs up. <laughs> Pilot was forced to return the plane to the gate following the incident. McKnight's daring escape. <laughs> daring escape comes as airline workers are seeing an uptick in unruly passages with many uh, encounters centering on masking. As you know, they about recently got rid of that. Major airlines ended mask requirements on Monday after a federal judge in Florida struck down uh, President Joe Biden's mask mandate covering airplanes, uh, airplanes, airports, and public transportation. So that's what I love about this is like the people who are freaking out about this are people who are like, why isn't everyone wearing a mask? You know, <laughs> these people are losing their minds. But, you know, I do respect the level of crazy because some people go crazy and they do something that might hurt somebody else. But just popping the uh, the emergency thing and <laughs> flitting the slide, sliding down like <laughs> the flight attendants. And I can't believe she actually did that. <laughs> exactly made everybody late it's funny for me because i wasn't on that tarmac you know what i'm saying if i were on the plane i'd be a little bit more pissed than that nfl guy like i remember his name you know if it's my flight it's a different story it's like but me it's not my flight so i i'm able to laugh at it anyway let's go to this last story good samaritan dies saving nine children three adults from a capsized boat in florida Quote, it was a bunch of chaos and everybody was trying to assist everybody out of the water because we are floating closest to the rocks, trying to get everybody out so nobody else gets hurt. Sea Toe Palm Beach Captain John Snow told local outlet KOCO5, that's Coco News. Officials confirmed the death of the man who was helping to rescue 12 individuals from their boat when their boat capsized near Palm Beach Inlet in Florida. The vessel flipped Saturday afternoon, endangering the passengers, including three children. The identity of the individual has not yet been released. Quote, I'm super sorry for the family, Snow continued. Somebody trying to save a life ended up losing theirs, and I feel bad that it happened. My heart goes out to him and the family. The boat was taking on water from six-foot waves, but officials have not revealed an explanation of the incident. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, as well as the Coast Guard, arrived at the scene and transported all passengers to safety, safety, all of them are reportedly in good health. Very short story, 
very important story. You know, greater love has no man than this, that they lay down their life for their friends. You know, and that's, you know, there's people like that in the world. You know, I want you to think about that. You know, there, there are people like that in the world. And it could be us. It could be you. It could be me. And you kind of have to, like, like, prepare yourself mentally. It's like, if I'm in a situation, if I'm the guy, if I'm there before the Coast Guard can get there, I'll do everything I can to save everyone I could, even if it meant my life, even at the risk of my own life. Absolutely. And that's what being, of all the comic books that I've read, it's easy to say when you have the power of Superman to be Superman. But we're all just normal people. The best we could be is Batman, you know? The best we could be is Elon Musk, <laughs> you know? That's, that's the absolute best pinnacle of what human beings can be in terms of a hero. And then there's situations like that where you give your own life to save 12 other people. And that's, that's the kind of world I want us to remember that we live in, that people like that exist in this world. And that's what we need to fight for is people like that and to try to get everybody to be kind of a person like that. So this is going to be the end of our show. I want to remind you again to go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio, become a patron. I would appreciate it very much. $3 a month, and with all the tips I gave you about frugality earlier, you can, you can afford it now. So I don't want to hear any excuses. Go become a patron. You can also, if you want, just want to send me tips, buy me beers, go to hashtag shockmonkeyradio on Cash App. I'd appreciate that very much. You know, help me stay in business. We would love it. And if you're ever interested in doing a podcast or recording music or doing anything audio or video related is like FXBG public radio is a place you can do it. We have multiple studios here. And so uh, you can, you know, pretty much anything audio visual can be done with FXBGPublicRadio.com. Check it out. If you have any projects, creative projects you want to do, that's the place to be anyway. So this has been shock monkey radio. I'm the madman and I love you. <laughs>